0: All right, well, hello and welcome back to the Notre Dame Junior A Hound podcast. I am your host, Jamie Neugebauer, and I am extremely glad to be joined by one of the, uh, I guess, Quebecois contingent on this Notre Dame Hounds Junior A team is Alexandre Degagne. Alex, thank you so much for joining me today. No problem. First question for you, Alex. Uh, what is the appropriate way of pronouncing both your name and Olivier's name? Uh, Alex Begagne. Okay. And, uh,
1: for Olivia, it's a bit tougher, I would say, but uh,
0: we call him uh, Lantagne. Lontagne, Okay. Yeah. So they kind of they kind of rhyme. <laughs> yeah, a bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um, I guess the first thing I wanted to do, and one of the things I like to do, if I don't know if you've heard, uh, you know, other other podcasts I've done, but um, I like to kind of go back in time and and talk about uh, experiences past and. Um, believe it or not, uh, you know, you and I have uh I guess something of uh of a shared uh you know, somewhat shared past in that um you, I, you know, I was uh quite affiliated uh, to a degree with the Toronto Young Nats midgets in uh the oh, you know, when they made that TELUS Cup run uh in twenty fifteen and, and you were with the Chateau Gay Grenadiers, so um yeah. believe it or not I have seen you play hockey before this year um but I guess I wanted to talk about that uh, organization Shadow Gay obviously uh such a strong yeah, uh, organization year after year uh, midget hockey in Quebec uh producing so much so much talent over the years uh obviously most most recently your teammates uh the Anaheim Ducks Maxime Comtois and uh Antoine Morand uh uh, I think also a Ducks yeah. prospect, but uh,
1: yeah, both of them, Yeah. But
0: uh, I guess, what was it like playing for Shadow Gay a couple of years ago?
1: Uh, it was a great experience. Both years, honestly, uh, great coaching staff, and even over the coaching staff, there was great people in charge, and uh, we were treated like professionals, which I think helps at the end of the day when you want to make runs in playoffs, and uh, everyone's comfortable when it gets to the ring. So it was just a great organization all around.
0: Sure, no doubt. And and you were, uh, you know, a key defenseman on that uh, 2015 TELUS Cup run. Uh, Guess, uh, you know, two years in a row for you at the TELUS Cup. Uh, You know, I I always wonder and I always think about, you know, you you go to these big tournaments and obviously it's a great experience. And and in in hindsight, I feel like as a player, you might, uh, you know, be able to take all sorts of positives. And I'll ask you about that in a second. But how devastating it must have been for you to win to lose in the sort of the championship game two years in a row like that uh you know get to the national championship finals two years in a row and lose how hard was that for you
1: oh it was definitely a tough experience uh the first year honestly could have gone either side i think it ended like third overtime so you know anything can happen in those games but the, the second year was really the one that that was tough mentally but you know you gotta, like you said, you gotta look at the positives. I made it to the tell Cup finals two years in a row, so it's it's tough to, to accept it uh, like right off the bat. But when you think about it, uh, like when you lay back and think about it, it was a great opportunity to go to the finals both years. So.
0: Sure, yeah, and and again, like I know uh, I know guys quite well who played both years for the Nats midgets as well. Uh, and yeah. I don't know if you would remember any of those guys <laughs> that you faced against, but obviously. Uh, the biggest name out of that first tournament uh Tyson Jost. Um, yeah, yeah. He was he was pretty unbelievable uh uh just as a young kid even in that tournament too. He was uh, he was uh, 98 <laughs> yeah. in 98 and you know a tournament of most of 97, so um he did uh, he did quite well but uh I guess now that now that I guess you are a couple years removed from that 20 years of 20 years of age uh I guess what yeah. what have you what did you take uh, obviously you know last year as well um you know winning the sejap title with uh, Andre Lorendo uh too you just you just keep being on winning teams and obviously not not to take anything away from uh from the midget championships in Quebec that you won with shadow gay as well what have you learned what did you learn from all those championships uh
1: honestly winning is, is really a team thing and uh <coughs> it takes it takes all 20 guys to go in the same direction and I mean, it's it's one of the toughest things to win, especially when it comes to playoff runs when there's the best of seven series and all kinds of stuff. So it's really never being never being too high, never being too low. Just make sure the team's all going in the same direction. That's what it takes. There's no individual that can make a whole team win. So we got to make sure we stay as a team and the best, the best can happen then.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I guess uh... – you know, maybe those in Saskatchewan or in Canada West, uh probably most of English Canada, let's be honest, don't really understand Sejep uh, uh, and, and what that is, and what you know, what kind of hockey it is. Yeah. Uh, so maybe if you could give us a little explanation of of Sejep, both you and Olivier Lontagne coming from the Boomerang, uh, what a powerhouse yeah. team last year and the year before even. Uh, maybe if you could give a little explanation about that level of hockey and what it's like, quality wise too.
1: It's, it's definitely similar to junior A or like junior AAA in Quebec hockey. The only difference is that it's it's, it's a school league. So in Quebec, there's uh, like we go to CJeP after high school, which is like so it's like it's like a midway between university and high school. And uh, for normal students, it's a two year program, <coughs> but for hockey players, normally they do it in three years because of the, like, the intensity of the schedule. So for me and OVA, like let's say we finished our. Which, which, it's called a deck when you finish. So you finished our deck when we were nineteen, which is a normal age. So this is why we're we're here this year to finish our junior. But it's it's like a mid, uh, like the school wise, it's a mid high school at university. So it's like at that middle range. So, sure. So like instead of having a grade twelve, we would do two years of CJE. Sure,
0: and uh, that's the difference. Sure, and the. Uh... The, the the quality of hockey as you said is, is pretty decent, uh comparable. Yeah, very
1: similar to junior.
0: Sure. Um and and uh and again a funny a fu- not a funny connection, but uh, a connection uh I, I never met the guy, but uh I know a guy that you know, you, you you were a call up for Valley Field in the Quebec Junior A League last year and uh and uh, Bartuccio Pereira played in uh, the, yeah. the league that I worked in last year too so um I guess another another small connection because you guys were I guess teammates on that team when you were uh, a call up, uh, and I guess sort of along that same line, how would you compare the Quebec Junior A League with the Saskatchewan Junior A League? Uh,
1: different styles of play. Just I think in Quebec in general, it's a different style of play. I mean, I would say in Saskatchewan, it's a bit more physical, maybe uh, less system wise, and you know, more grinding out. But in Quebec, it's just more skill. Like if like you can just look at guys with points, you see guys having a lot a lot of points compared to here where it's a bit lower points but a more wide range of players have it so i would say the difference is really just the, the style of play like way more physical here compared to quebec where it's more just guys just skating around and making more place. i would say that would be the big difference
0: sure but within that you know big difference uh you know um i guess there's you know quality hockey players are quality hockey players wherever you go and one thing that you know i really wanted to talk to you about is this kind of new era of uh of hockey where maybe you know in, in the rock'em sock'em era you watch the 90s with don cherry or or you know all, all the sort of hockey movies the slap shots and whatever you, you think about defensemen as you know these six foot two 220 pounds well you think of defensemen as max salpeter is really what you think of uh or burke johnston i guess and uh or riley perka but uh you know, you uh, have been able to you know be productive and effective um, in midget, despite you know be not being a very big guy, and and then a, you know in in hockey, where you know I'm sure there's decent sized guys, and then and then then you think about you know where in Canada where it would probably be pretty rough and tumble, uh, Saskatchewan's probably a pretty good guess uh, to pick one of those rough and tumble type places to play, and yet you've jumped in and been a very effective uh, part of. This Notre Dame Junior A team, uh, you know, nine points in 18 games already as a defenseman and and uh, jumping in with only a handful of, you know, Junior A experience. But, uh, you know, how have you found the uh, adjustment? Uh, you know, obviously there might be an element of you being, I uh, uh, you know, an adult, I guess, at this point, a 20-year-old at this yeah. point. But uh, yeah. what, what what do you uh, attribute your success at this level so far?
1: I mean, uh, like, one of my, I would say one of my strengths is just my hockey sense. I mean, on ice, no matter how big you are, how small you are, Got to be able to think on the ice, and I think that's that's a key thing for any any hockey player. Period. So, I mean, that's helped me a lot through through my years. Just be smart on the ice. I mean, if I'm going against a six four guy, I got to make sure I'm not going <coughs> to beat him with strength, probably. So I got to find another way. So it's uh, little things like that that help at the end of the day. And uh, honestly, coming here, I mean, like you say, it's, it's it's kind of the odd choice considering the style of play, but at the same time it can make me better in that aspect, which will make me a better overall player. So, you know, you, you got to go into the, the outside the box a bit to, to make yourself better. And that's kind of what helped my choice here.
0: Sure. And, you know, you, maybe you look at, uh, you can tell me, I guess who you look at, but you know, guys like, you know, Tory Krug and, um, you know, Jared Spurgeon of Minnesota and uh, whatnot. You know, people obviously talk, like to talk about the Johnny Goudreau's and the Tyler Johnson's doing what they do at forward. But, Doing it what they do do at a defenseman position. Uh, how encouraged are you to see guys like you know Spurgeon and um, and, and uh, you know the other guys who are making it uh, at the NHL level? Torrey Krug, as I mentioned, um, you know despite the sort of the size that you guys are at.
1: Well, it's definitely guys to, to look up to. I mean, uh, I mean everyone's dream is just to make it pro, make it the NHL. So to see guys actually make it there that are similar styles is something to look up to and something that I can learn from them at the same time.
0: Sure. And, uh, yeah, doing, uh, doing a great job so far, um, has to be said, uh, a couple more questions here. Uh, when you're not playing hockey, what are some of the things that you're interested in? What do you, uh, what do you like to do to have fun?
1: Oh, what I like to do, man. I definitely have hockey all around my schedule there, but, uh, I would say, uh, I mean, I'm not sure I like to hang out with my friends a lot. I mean, you don't have to do much, but, uh, I like, the guy I, I like to be around uh, my best friends, you know, be uh, around people. And uh, I did have, definitely watch a lot of TV. I can't lie about that one.
0: What are your What are your go-to shows?
1: Uh, I like, uh, well, on Netflix, I watch uh, How I Met Your Mother a lot. Uh, I would say uh, I a couple of new shows there, uh, Walking Dead. Uh, those are my kinds of shows.
0: Oh, good choice. And uh, two more questions here before we get to the rapid fire round. Outside of hockey, what sport uh, are you into?
1: Uh, I play a lot of golf during the summer, and I would say I used to play football in the past, but that that stopped. So those are two sports.
0: Sure, but you don't like to watch anything else.
1: Uh, I usually watch a lot of hockey or
0: football. Football, fair enough. And then just my last question here, and I again, I mean, <clears throat> I mean no, you know, disrespect with regards to it. Uh, Olivier can't come here. Came did came here? And what a great guy and playing great as well. But. Uh, you know his English not uh, not you know not fantastic and I'm sure you would agree uh yeah, definitely yeah. working hard on it um, but uh you know how i guess what what's your sort of uh living situation background where you came from with regards to the fact especially since you you know your English seems to be pretty perfect
1: yeah. uh, well uh, my my on my mom's side it's all English and I did my high school in english so i've been been uh, speaking English almost I'm born so for me, it's, it's kind of natural. It's almost my my first language. And I mean, in Olivia's situation, like one of the big reasons why he came here was <coughs> to prove his English, and I um, I'm going to defend him. That I think he's improved a lot. Honestly, I've known him for a couple of years, and, uh, he's done a huge step. And uh, I mean, he's he's from I'm from Montreal, like pretty much like this, like right in Montreal. So I'm kind of in a both language city compared. To, and he's from the northern Quebec, which is more of a French culture. So mm-hmm. oh and yeah. Those cultures definitely have an effect on the fact that I, I can speak English, and uh,
0: you know he he doesn't speak English at at all at home. So sure. Well, yeah, no, and I didn't mean that disrespectfully to uh, no, no, Olivia. No, 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 he, he he. I did a podcast with him. I don't know if he told you, but he yeah, uh, yeah, told he you. did he did really really well, and uh, and yeah, his English is really uh, really improving, and you know just really really uh, kind of admire him for <laughs> for the. The boldness of coming to a place where people basically speak no French at all. and (laughs) um, So, you know, he's one of the bravest guys I've ever met, has to be said. (laughs) All right, uh, so we're going to move on. I don't know if you ever heard any of the other podcasts, but uh, we're going to do what's called the rapid-fire round. I'm going to ask you 10 questions, and you just answer them as quick as you can, all right? All right. All right, uh, number one, nickname in the room.
1: Uh, Dex. Uh,
0: Pre-game meal. Say a uh, steak. Favorite type of music? Uh I
1: would say country.
0: Olympic event you wanted to perform to uh to participate in other than hockey. Oh, that's a
1: good one. Uh man, uh the hundred meter sprint.
0: But uh you know that golf is an Olympic event now, right?
1: Yeah, but
0: I would still rather do hundred meter sprint. <laughs> fair, fair enough, fair enough. Uh Xbox, PlayStation, or neither?
1: Uh, PlayStation. And what games? Uh, NHL.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or neither? Or none?
1: Uh, Instagram.
0: Uh, Favorite NHL team?
1: Uh, Montreal. And player? Uh, Patrick Kane.
0: Oh, there you go. If you could have two line mates from the NHL, or two, or, uh, yeah, like if you were a forward, two line mates from the NHL, who would you pick? And then... One uh, one D partner. Who would you pick?
1: I would go uh, McDavid and Kane, and on defense, uh, Eric Carlson.
0: <laughs> That'd be pretty dynamic. Um, <laughs> go to breakaway move uh, in the shootout. Uh,
1: backhand fly Uh
0: Who's your funniest teammate?
1: Uh, Olivia's pretty funny, but from uh, guys over here. Uh, I would, say, uh, I would say Marshall and Brad are pretty
0: funny. And then uh, my last question, making, they're making a movie about Alexandre de Gagne. Who's playing you in that movie?
1: Oh, uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg, one
0: of my favorite actors. <laughs> That's a great choice. Well, Alex, I really appreciate your time. You did a fantastic job, and uh, I look forward to uh, watching you guys moving forward.